We got zigzagged, Joel Pearl. They zigzagged us. Zigzagged all over the place. Welcome to Tim and Joel Call of the Ring. Couldn't believe it. It's, it's baffling. Absolutely insane. Did not expect it. Uh, and now I get to look zigzag forward you. to Dallas. Yes, zigzag you. Now we're going to zigzag you. you. Oh my God, I'm so excited. You know how excited, Tim? You know how excited I am about this? I'm so excited that I'm taking this off the air. We're done. We're done here. We're, we're, we're done. Tim and Joel Pod is, is no more. But actually, Tim and Joel Pod is no more on Wednesdays. Half more. We're half more. We're going to keep our Sunday at noon time slot here on Fightful Overbooked. And there's a reason for that. We like having diverse ideas, diverse voices here on Fightful Overbooked. And when another guy with a beard pitched doing a show with another bass player, I couldn't say no. As so, long as the diversity is centered around bass playing. That's yes. right. Our friend Dennis Farrell and Johnny Christ, who you might know from a little band called Avenge Sevenfold, have decided to team up and start their new podcast called The Three. And it will be on Fightful Overbooked every Wednesday moving forward, Wednesdays at noon Eastern. So keep the channel locked. Keep watching the channel. We're still going to do Tim and Joel Pod. It's going to be every Sunday at noon Eastern. It's going to change a little bit because we're not going to talk about all the stuff. We're just going to maybe go a little bit more laser focused so that Tim can retain his sanity. Yay. I'm going to be so much happier. We can talk about the stuff that I'm jazzed about instead of the stuff that I'm forced to watch by this monster Joel Pearl. I am a monster. But for now, enjoy the three. This is their debut episode. Be nice to them. They're wonderful, wonderful human beings. They put on a good show, and I hope you enjoy it. Till then, ladies, gentlemen, friends beyond the binary, enjoy the three. Cheers. Oh, and we'll see you on Sunday. Off the heels of what might have been the best AEW pay-per-view of the year revolution, we decided to start the brand new podcast this week. It's the three. He's Johnny Christ. No relation. Oh, and he's uh, Dennis. Uh, what's your last name? It's Farrell. That's actually pretty fitting because nobody knows who I am. Listen, the first episode, we'll talk about our top three moments. We'll set the show up. But first and foremost, let's introduce ourselves so you guys know who we are. We can be best friends with you. And as we grow and start doing more social media crap, we'll invite you in. You guys can tell us your top three moments of the week. And sometimes we'll read it. Sometimes we won't. It just depends on how it is. Johnny, first and foremost, Drinks with Johnny, one of my yeah. favorite podcasts. I've told oh, you that you. Be, even before we were friendly. So first, let's explain to everybody who you are, because you're the big star here. You're the oh, man. I, I, I don't know, uh, but uh, I don't know who I am anymore. No, I'm, uh, I'm Johnny Christ. Uh, I, was, I am the bass player of the band Avenged Sevenfold. Um, and a few years ago, I started my podcast, Drinks with Johnny, where I have... Uh, Talk to a bunch of my contemporaries in the music industry, actors, comedians, uh, professional athletes, and a lot of what have been my, some of my favorite episodes with uh, professional wrestlers from uh, Hall of Famers of yesteryear to dudes that are we're going to talk about from today uh, that were just in the pay-per-view that I've uh, befriended and had on the show. And I'm just a big wrestling fan, um, real fun Story I just realized yesterday, Dennis, while uh, we were watching this pay-per-view the other uh, last night, I was uh, I have this Hulk Hogan, King Kong Bundy 
uh, picture signed by Hulk Hogan up in my up, up in my bar. And I was like, we were talking and I was and I got to the point where I was like, yeah, I was like three, four months old. And I was at WrestleMania two. the I w- my my parents brought me there and I was like, man, but I can't remember who the uh, the 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 main event was for that one. And it was the if anyone remembers who's watching this, that was the WrestleMania where they did the simulcast like before simulcasting was even a thing. They had a, a arena in L.A. and arena in Chicago and then Madison Square Garden in New York. And they went, they had matches in all three different spots. And when the match wasn't on, they, they had the, the big screen. The main event was in LA, I believe. And uh, it was the cage match between King Kong Bundy and Hulk Hogan that I have a picture of signed, not even realizing I got it as memorabilia. just thinking it was a cool, it was a cool photo that was signed by Hulk Hogan. And I was like, come full circle. That's like, that's what started me in wrestling. You know, obviously I don't remember. I'm not going to say that I was four months old and I remember or anything. But it's just a full circle. And uh, for a while there, like, I think a lot of uh, guys my age um, kind of fell out of wrestling for a bit, but probably about a solid decade. I wasn't really, you know, I was checking in, but let's let's be honest. I wasn't really paying it. My, my finger was pretty far from the pulse on wrestling. But uh, through doing the podcast, talking to guys like yourself, Dennis, um, I've really gotten right back into it. And uh, I'm, I'm excited to to do this once a week with you and, and talk talk wrestling, man. This is something that I've, that I've loved, as I said, since a very young age and uh, it's going to be fun. Now I will say this for everybody out there listening. You're like, all right, drink just John, Johnny. I want to go check out the podcast. Where do I start? Look for anything with Ron Funches because those are my <laughs> favorites. Uh, that's what be, made me become a fan of yours. And I've always loved Ron. I mean, he's such Ron's a, a great dude. He's one of those guys that I want to meet one day and just hug him and say, thank you. Cause he just seems like he'd be like that. The best hug ever. He's, he's a, he's a big softy, man. He's a great dude. Uh, he's a, he's a huge wrestling fan. We actually busted out a game from my childhood, uh, a board game that was from the WWF where maybe, maybe we'll bring it out one of these weeks here, Dennis, and we could, we could try and play it virtually. Um, but you know, I, I was going to have Ron on the show and he was a big wrestling fan. So I went on Amazon and found the same game that I had when I was a kid. So I had to rebuy it obviously. Um, but yeah, Ron Funches, amazing comedian. Go check out that episode and so many more. You know, it's ah, it's a lot of fun. Season four just dropped, by the way. So go watch yeah. it. Uh, your wife on episode one, season four. Yeah, that was a funny one. <laughs> <laughs> I got to be honest. That was that was a fan. That was a fan thing. You know, uh, we we asked the fans who they want. And someone made the made a I don't know if it was a joke or real thing. They wanted to have my wife, Lacey, on the show. And I said, OK, well, when we get to 20,000 subscribers, uh, I'll, I'll go ahead and do that. And sure enough, we got to 20,000 subscribers and I had to fucking keep my word. How was the sell job on that one? I'm like, babe, uh, you gotta go do something for me. <laughs> uh, it was easier than asking for sex. Let's put it that way. That's perfect. <laughs> wow. That's why I'm divorced. So she didn't do the podcast or sex. Oh, no, 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 no. Anyways, but- about me real quick yep. the wrestling perspective with uh, Lars Fredrickson that's kind of what actually brought you and I together yep. um, many many moons ago I'm sitting at home my phone starts blowing up and everybody's like uh, Malachi Black and and Johnny Christ are talking about your show I'm like what what the, the hell would they talk about me so I go over then I I guess in order for me to comment I had to like actually premium subscribe to his podcast which by the way 
That's that might be the greatest pyramid scheme right there. Just start mentioning all these podcasts on the stream. That way they have to like come in and pay to comment on it. Genius. <laughs> Genius. Uh, I did it. And, and through there, I got to be friendly with you and Malachi, mm-hmm. which it's a win for me. So, uh, yeah, go check out Drinks with Johnny Wrestling Perspective. That's what we do on the side. But here we are. I don't think I don't think you talked a little bit uh, enough about the wrestling pr- perspective, though, Dennis. I was a guest on the show. You were, and uh, you know, Lars is 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 pretty much the the regular one of the regular co-hosts. You have a couple of other wrestlers and a uh, for uh, a Hall of Famer in the baseball community. Like, I mean, you're you're selling yourself short a little bit. <laughs> oh, it's just this little podcast, you know. But you got you got some heavy hitters on there, man. You got you had Tony Khan on there. Thank you, by the way, for that one. <laughs> Uh, he great. Oh my gosh. Like afterwards, he's like, Oh yeah. Tetsuya Yitama. Like occasionally like, Oh my God, what a great pay-per-view. And I put my phone down, never expecting to hear back. He's like, Hey, thanks Dennis. I'm like, he knows my name. He's a good dude. He's yeah. uh he's it's, it's, it was a shock to me the first time I got a phone call from it or a phone call back from him. I was like, this is the owner of the company that I'm a huge fan of. And he's, he's got enough time to to pick up the phone and give me a call. And I, I very always been appreciative of that he's he's got a good heart and he's just a, he is the perfect guy to be running a, a wrestling uh 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 whatever uh company yeah company thank you <laughs> uh he's he's the perfect one because he's a fan through and throughout his whole life has been a he's been a huge wrestling fan and you could see it that's where his passion is and uh it's fantastic but yeah podcast wrestling perspective where does everyone find that dennis uh, just wherever you buy your podcasts, you know, they're on sale now for free, actually. So go <laughs> buy them for free right now before the yeah. price goes up to free. Um, mm-hmm. Just subscribe wherever you get them. It's it's a podcasting. Same thing with Drinks with Johnny, right? And right. then you get your podcast, YouTube, go subscribe there. Yeah. Uh, Fight TV is where you can find us. But listen, let's talk about the three. This is the very first episode. The whole concept of the show is each week you and I will get together and talk about the top three things we've watched this week, matches, promos from now, then forever, whenever it is, uh, we can sit down and say, Hey, I watched this thing from 1985. This cracks my top three this week. And I watched AEW and I accidentally watched WWE. And, uh, I, those are my three things I watched. That's that's pretty much the simple concept of it. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited when you, when you gave me the call and was like, I'd like to do something. You know, we'll just talk wrestling and pick your favorite things of the week. I was like, well, man, I, I'm a little busy. I haven't been watching a lot of wrestling this week. I did see a couple of rad promos. And then, you know, it, it just worked out perfect timing-wise for us to do this the night after Revolution because uh, that was an insane pay-per-view. Like I said before we hit record, it's going to be difficult for me to find – only three things that I absolutely loved about this. So let, let's get into it. Yeah, and by the way, huge thank you for for Fightful for giving this thing a, a home. Yes, Fightful. Uh, it, it's the only place you, you'll be able to find it unless we decide we're big time and go on our own. Hey, pay us, baby. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> right? I'm start episode one. I'm already starting to pay. I know us. you're you're a salesman, man. You're a salesman on this already. <laughs> That's right. Hey, we're drawing the big number one mm-hmm. person. Watch this, anyways. Yep. <laughs> Thank you, the Fightful, uh, for for letting us be our home. Uh, we're excited to be here. But you're right. Let's let's get into it. What is your number three? Let's go from three to one. Three to one. Okay. Three well, I one. have my notes because I, I had a I had a couple buddies over last night. We were watching Revolution, 
and we bet, you know, we took winner. We, we each time we were betting who's going to win. I, I was correct seven out of the nine matches. So, uh, you know, I, I took the big bucks home. Um, what were the two you missed? What were the two you missed? The two I missed. Uh, so it was kind of these ones. I, if I really cared a little bit more about winning that money, I probably would have picked the opponents, but, uh, I did go with MJF knowing full well at a pay-per-view. Let's be honest. He'd already, uh, gotten the better of punk a couple of times, you know, what's going to happen in the pay-per-view more often than not. Um, so I, but I, I went with my heart on that one because I'm a huge MJF fan. I right. absolutely love that guy. Um, and then I picked the bucks in the uh, three-way tag. Uh, that, that was, that was a, that was a, that might've been the, let's start off with that one right there. The three-way tag match was itself was amazing. I saw some of the, that jungle boy, uh, uh, 360 from the top rope. Oh my God. That was sick. That might've been like one of the coolest moments I'd seen in a, in a long time in a pay-per-view. So that, but, that, that that's your number three. I'm going to start with that as my number three. It, it, it felt like a good one to go with right now. I, I, I didn't prep for this at all, Dennis. So we're, we're going no, with that. No, no, that's a good one. And <laughs> you know what? I, I will say this about that match. It was perfect placement in there because it, to me, a great pay-per-view. It felt like they were setting that pay-per-view up to be one of their top pay-per-views going forward, like their SummerSlam or their top four. If we were putting in WWE terms, their Survivor Series, their WrestleMania, their uh, mm-hmm. Royal Rumble. It's a one flagship. Of yeah. It's one of the flagship pay-per-views. It felt like it, but it also felt like it might have been two matches too long. You know, the, okay, so the timing was a little odd to me. I'm glad you brought that up, Dennis. Uh, did you know it was going to be a four-hour pay-per-view? I did not know that. And I was sitting I in a bar watching it, and they're closing <laughs> up, and they're not pushing us out. It was a great because you're with friends. I was at a sushi sports bar here in Michigan that that plays wrestling. And, I got to uh, get out to this place, by the way, when I get back out on the road. This sounds amazing. Do. It is the 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 bartender there, Pudge. Uh, was like, hey, you're a wrestling fan. I'm thinking about getting a pay-per-view. We can't advertise it because, you know, here I am on the podcast talking about it. But he's yeah, like, oh, my God, you're throwing Pudge under the bus here, Dennis. Come but, on. But they didn't do it to sell tickets, so yeah, it yeah. wasn't illegal. He's like, if you want to come in and watch it, you can. And I made it through most of it. Then I had to run home because it's like 1030 at night and then buy the pay-per-view with my own money to finish the last few matches. Dude, I know, yeah. right? I had but, no idea, though. It was going to be four hours. And I'm not complaining. It was amazing. But I like I had my kid uh, was watching with my kids and at, at like eight o'clock, I'm like, holy shit, there's only been six matches. I know there's nine matches on the card. This is I was expecting maximum three, three hour pay-per-view like like normal. Um, but I really dug the format. I think I think you nailed it when they're making the flagship. I think the revolution and maybe the pay-per-view is coming coming after this. They gave each match a significant amount of time. It wasn't like a normal pay-per-view where you give a few of the matches the 20 minutes uh, of, of, of actual ring, ring time. Every match had like 15 to 20 minutes of actual ring time. And that's, I mean, you could, you could attest to this, Dennis. That's, right. that's something that doesn't happen that often. You usually got a couple fillers in there that they give, you know, you know three to five minutes, even in a pay-per-view. He, he, the, the pre-show was good. I enjoyed that. But uh, back to that Tornado tag team match, I perfect placement on the card because when that thing hit, uh, I was invested. 
it wasn't like towards the end where it was the uh, triple threat match that mm. was at the end and you're just like, all right, there are great spots. This would have been fantastic if it was the first, second, or third match on the card. But at the end of the night, you're just like, let's get this over with. I want to watch the hate. And I hate it because I, I'm a Matt Hardy guy. And now mm. here I am going, oh, come on, guys. Oh, great. Sting just jumped. You know, normally I'd be like, the 63-year-old guy just jumped from oh, on the bunch of tables. Now I'm like, ah, oh, come I gotta get up in the morning, guys. <laughs> You're harsh, Dennis. What is your? Th- All right, let, let's get into it. I I did my number three. What is your number three from, from last night? Boy, my number three. I'm gonna go with <sighs> Brian Danielson going up against John Moxley. And the match was a great match, phenomenal storytelling. But it was what happened at the end with oh, William yeah. Regal coming out, making them shake hands. You 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 go. Are they a tag team? Is is Regal going to be their manager? What's going on next? Like I didn't going in. That was one of those matches where you go. Who I, you can't really tell who's going to win that match. Either way, right. whoever won that match, it was going to be a great match. It was it was great how one of them bled and the other one didn't. I kind of chuckled. Is, at the, how did you feel about that finish though? I was okay with it because okay, it was a little questionable. Always sets up, did he win, did he not? I would have been okay. I would have been more happy if it was more of a a defined pin where you didn't go, "Eh, his shoulders are kind of up, and then his leg was on the rope. Shouldn't you break the count, or did you start? There were questions for me at the end of it. But once again, uh, I I hate to say it, but it's almost like like that match was like an NBA game where it doesn't matter what happens in the first, second, or third quarter. It's like that last two minutes where all of a sudden they're running back and forth and hitting threes. And now you're invested or like the last four laps of a NASCAR race. That that's how that match for me felt where I was just like, okay, at the end and it happened. And then you, they keep brawling. You're like, well, how's, how's, how's this segment going to end? And then out comes William Regal. And it's like, right. Great. I love I love that everyone. So I, I have a question about that too. I I liked William Regal when he was uh, Lord Stephen Regal in WCW before, and then he went to WWE. And my favorite thing that he ever did in his career, this is getting off topic a little bit, but I just wanted to mention, do you remember when he was the real man's man? Yes. That was amazing with the hard hat and everything, and especially coming from his, uh, his uh, UK background and just coming off the heels of being, you know, the, the debutante kind of guy and uh, rubbing his nose at everybody and, you know, and then he's the real man's man. And I love that, that turn. It was that, that promo. If anyone hasn't seen those promos of the real man's man, just hit YouTube on those. Those are fucking money. I was, you know, that was up there. Cause see, I was a WCW guy mm-hmm. and I'll be honest about this. Cause at that time I was living in Georgia and I, I, I liked the NWA. I liked it when it transitioned to WCW and for, for most of the attitude era, I missed the whole thing. Like I tune in to see the rock and Austin here and there, but a lot of those storylines, I had to go back through and catch up when YouTube became popular because I didn't watch much of that live because a lot of people, you know, we didn't have DVRs Mm -hmm. Uh, back then you had to pick one or the other. And by the time WWE replayed, I had to go to bed and for school and stuff like that, or, you know, work. So I, I missed a lot of that attitude here because we were, we were forced to pick one or the other. 
Yeah, I, I mean, I, I totally understand. I went back and forth. I would, I would watch, and, and when a commercial break would hit, I'd go to the other one, and I, and whichever one was keeping my attention that night, I, I kind of stuck to a little bit more. Um, and I caught a lot of the Attitude Era. I kind of during that time, I definitely NWO hit, and that was fire. I mean, that was just straight up like, oh my god, this is the coolest thing I've ever seen. Uh, it's kind of hokey when Hogan turns and has the has the shoe polish on his face, but uh, it, but he he it eventually became the coolest fucking thing I'd seen. And then, you know, WWF was at the time forced to up their ante, and Stone Cold became Stone Cold. The Rock became the Rock. Degeneration X was the answer to the NWO. So I was really invested in that too. All right, so. And by the way, this is what makes the three great because you start with talking about a match and you go off to some memories and then you come back to finish it up. So that's why we decided to just do top three of the week. Uh, yeah, does yeah. that does that match even make your top three? I think the moment of William Regal coming out w- would have made my would have made a top three for me because I was not I had no idea. I like to I like to pride myself in kind of knowing when when certain things are coming and that one I had, I was out of the blue to me. I did not know that that one was coming. Um, and people are probably going to comment below. Oh, you didn't know that one was coming. Oh, I, I didn't that. know it either. By I the way, I, I'm not. How good tr- is William Regal's uppercut, by the way, man, that uppercut. I, I, dude, he's got it. He's got to drop that a few times. I just got to see it. He He's like a legit scary dude, by the way. And kind of with you, I don't read the dirt sheets. I, I, I like the news when it breaks. I like to be surprised. Why? I never understood wrestling fans that just have to know beforehand because it's almost like ruining the surprise of, oh, my God, William Regal's there. Like, nobody cares. Okay, I'm going to say something that may not be popular fans. Let's nobody go. cares if you're the smartest guy in the room. Just sit back and enjoy it. I, I don't – if I'm sitting there and the guy goes, I knew he was coming, I'm like, I don't care great <laughs> i'm i'm genuinely shocked and i love it so and what did that do for them what did that do for you this a question oh you knew that good cool man can i can i watch can i watch the rest of the match it ruined it for you if you yeah. knew he was showing up it ruined it for you you do not enjoy wrestling if you have to know what's going to happen before it happens dude to that point you brought up malachi black earlier such a good dude came on my show we recorded before he went to aew happenstance he didn't tell me we were he was going to aew and happenstance i released the episode that week and he said just take a couple things out and clip it out for later in the week it'll make more sense on thursday to drop it i said okay i waited i I listened to him he's a good friend and i i um i don't know if you know this about me dennis but on my show i don't i'm not a get get you journalist uh, kind of vibe. I I just want to have I want to have real honest conversations with people and let them determine how people look at them. Uh, they need to control their own narrative. Just another one from EC3. But uh, you know they and I like that. Um, so Malachi said that we but we released it. I had the first clip out the next morning of him talking about uh, uh about his departure from from the WWE. And I was like, this is amazing. Like, and he, he just hooked it up and he's been a, been a really good friend ever since. Such a, you know what? Uh, I am lucky enough to have wrestlers as, as legit friends. Yeah. And uh, it still blows my mind where I go, once again, why does this guy text me back? 
<laughs> well, there's good people in the world, Dennis. I know you're jaded these days, but there's good people in the world. <laughs> My heart's just broken. Yeah, it's you know, it's it's got that black heart. Yep. Number two, though. Number two. Let's get let's get back on track, Dennis. Come on, man. Do you want you're, me? You're to supposed go? to be a. Yeah, you go number two. I had to, I had to start this thing off. You go number two. My number two is going to be Swerve Strickland coming out, signing the contract. Uh, I always kind of knew him a little bit from NXT when he was like Isaiah Swerve. Was that Isaiah Swerve something? You're going to have to educate me on that because I saw the guy and I, I I know that it was a big deal, but I never saw, I never watched NXT. I got to be honest. I don't watch a lot honest. of it either, by the way. Yeah. You know, I just, I just I never... Like- you, you know, there's just there's a lot of wrestling out there, which is a great time to be a wrestling fan. It absolutely is. There's a lot of wrestling. There's a lot of good wrestling happening on any given night. I got to be honest, though, man, I got I got a five year old kid, a wife, a band, a podcast. I'm not watching 12 two hours, podcasts. two podcasts now. That's right. Two podcasts. Three. We did an avenged one that's coming oh, out. So, nice. yeah, I'm, I'm I don't know what the fuck I'm doing, man, but. <laughs> It's a it's a lot of fun. It's a great time to be a wrestling fan. There's so much going on with with, with all these different things and Tony Khan buying our ROH. Like that's I was like, I don't know what the what why you would buy them at this point, but go for it, man. Like he's he's having a good time. I'm like, I don't know what what the angle is there, but um I'm getting a little off topic again here. It's just a great time to be a wrestling fan. I didn't know about the swerve guy, but he seems legit. He had a good promo right away. I was I was a fan of his on the indies. Then you know he goes to NXT. You lose touch when they go to the big time, and uh, becomes a free agent. Shows up here, and I always knew he was a good wrestler. Had a good promo, but when he walked out, he dropped that promo. He felt like a star. Like yeah. I, if that was the first time seeing him taking off the glasses, whose house did you not? And, and perfect question for you, a guy who who. M- m- you know, Strickland kind of uh, missed your radar when he dropped that promo, walked away. Did you go? That's a star. Yes, absolutely. I absolutely agree. Uh, that was it's funny you say that. Dennis. That was exactly my 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 vibe. I was like, I don't know who that is, but he's awesome. Like to your point, whose house he's got. He's just chilling with his hands in his pockets. I asked the guy next to me who's uh, a little bit closer to the pulse on the, on the NXT stuff. And he's like, he's like, Oh no, that guy's, that guy's legit. This is a, this is a huge move. And I'm like, Oh cool. I can't wait to see him in the, in the, in the ring then real soon. And, and, and it'll make you, when you get time, you'll go on YouTube, you'll look up his stuff, you'll educate yourself. And it, it, it still happens to me all the, as much as I love wrestling, I'll turn it on and be like, who's that guy. You go down YouTube and like an hour later, like, I like that guy. And I think Strickland will be that guy for you where, where if you go through and you watch a lot of his indie stuff, you'll go, yeah, that, that guy will be wearing gold very soon in AEW. And for me, that was my number two moment because uh, nowadays, very rarely do you see a guy come out, deliver a simple promo like that and just change the whole mood of an arena. And, and he did that. And for me, no matter how great some of those matches were, that was my number two of that pay-per-view. Mm. Well, I'm going to copy your homework here a little bit, Dennis, and go with uh, my number two is also not a match itself. Although I love the match that followed because not just because I'm a, I'm a homer for him. Cause he's a very good friend of mine, Darby Allen. Uh, I honestly think over the last two years, he has established himself as the best uh, uh, he could put over the other 
his opponent better than anyone I've seen in the last long fucking time. The way he goes limp when he takes those shots, like he just gets fucking ragdolled everywhere. And it reminds me of, of a new age HBK Ric Flair where they're when, when they were, when they were taking the bumps, they did it in such a cool way for the time. And I think Darby's taking those bumps in a very different way. And and I'm going all the way around with that compliment to come back and say, I love those promos he does and creates at his house every fucking pay-per-view. And this one was awesome. Coffin dropping. That was his father who I'd met, actually, that he coffin drops in the video off the truck. Uh, Sting coming out with the fucking flamethrower. I was like this. I knew that that Darby had that flamethrower, but I'd never seen Sting use it. And I just love those promos. They're such a cool thing, and it's always a precursor to the match. And I just think that that's very unique. Um, you know, we, we're, you and I grew up in the WCW, WWF era where they had the promos, but they weren't leading up to matches like that. They had those promos on Saturday Superstars, you know, mm-hmm. on, you know and, and they were great. Takers were amazing. Taker and Paul Bear. Always those promos on Saturday uh, mornings were paramount to me. I love I, I love those more than matches because then, you know, they had like the Brooklyn Brawler and shit just getting his ass kicked. Uh, but, you know, like now it's it's a new it's a new era. It's a new cool thing. And, I, and he's such a he's such a true filmmaking artist. Um, Darby is like, he went to school for this. And I think the way that he shoots those are so cool. It's throwback. It really is. And even that, you're right, lost art. You don't see that anymore. I would like to see more creativity. There's another guy on the indies that does a different version of that, Joe Henry, Henry, who was in Impact for a short time, then COVID hit and went back over to um, England. He creates a song and intro for mocking his opponent before every match. Uh, I'll have to send you some links of his. He is. That's kind of like uh, the, the, what, what's the tag team uh, critic? uh, The acclaim. The acclaimed. Yes. I almost said critically acclaimed because that's a song by Avenged Sevenfold. No, the acclaimed. Yes, that's correct. Yes. Uh, It's kind of like that. Exactly. Except way off tune and probably less cool but it, <laughs> it, it is it is it, it, it's some great stuff I'll, I'll send you a link and that's what i like about wrestling you go you start talking like no, no let me send you a link watch this and then yeah. you watch it, you go once again that guy's kind of cool so uh that's your number two the darby intro huh yeah the darby intro is i mean i was i was popping pretty hard when i when i watched it. i was like because each one he does a little differently it's a little cool and this one, it just hit different with that with that uh, SUV flying through the sky into the into the the broken bus, and I I haven't asked him yet, but I gotta imagine he was the one driving that. He's that kind of fucking animal. Like I don't think that 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 was faking the funk at all. I could be wrong, but like I don't. He does all those stunts, man. He's gnarly. Like he's he's a stunt man, and he's a really fucking good wrestler too. Like he's really worked on his chops, and I I, I my hats off to him, man. I and I I know. He's already done great things, and he's he's got so much more in the can, man. It's going to be fucking awesome to watch this guy's career. The one where he jumped out of the helicopter. I just, that was nuts. Could you do that? Could you jump out of a Fuck helicopter? Fuck no. no. Fuck no. No, Darby's hitting me up. He's going to be doing some reality show, and he wants to film a bunch of stuff at his house. He's like, come fly out to the house. Would you do some stuff? And I'm like, wait, you want me to jump out of uh, helicopters and do a bunch of crazy like jackass shit? And he's like, so yeah, man, I'm like, I am terrified of heights. You won't, you can't pay me enough to go out there and do that. I love you, buddy. I'll do a lot of things for you. That's not one of them. 
I'll sit on the ground, drink a few beers and clap when you get done. Yeah. <laughs> I'm good at that. The, yeah. the middle part of that. Uh, the, drink a, yeah, drink a few beers. Exactly. So that, <laughs> now we come to our number one, which is tough because I, I've been going back and forth on my, my number one, even now on this show, because there were so many great moments I I, I realistically wanted to put the Swerve promo as number one for me because of just how it changed the atmosphere and how he sold everybody on being a big star. But God, man, I, on the spot right now, my number one, uh, and I think that might be your number one too, and we can geek out together over this, is MJFC and Punk. Yeah. That that, that match right there. Uh, I I kind of wish MJF went over. It would yeah. have solidified him as a bona fide mega star in that company. Uh, I think he can take a loss and come back and be all right. But that that match, dude, I tell you what, I don't know about you. I'm not a big hardcore wrestling fan. I can appreciate and I watch it. But when they dump the tax all over the mat, I cringe. I, I've, I've been in a room... Uh, at Impact Wrestling, I was backstage after the Kenny Omega Sammy Callahan match where they had tax, okay. and I've I watched Sammy Callahan pulling tax out of his body, out of his boots, out of his pads, and they are real. Uh, yeah. Some of them are you know put down. I, I get it, are gimmicked as the guys would say, but a lot of those tax man, they're sticking in skin, and. I cr- every time I see them throw tax out, I cringe. I, I just, eh, I, I, don't, <laughs> I don't know about you, but the, the, the tax. I don't out. cringe, but I understand. Like I always go, they're, they're fucking going for it. They're, they're, they're going for it. They, they know that this is a big match. This is a big moment for both those, both those guys in the ring. And uh, like I said, I don't cringe. I just go, well, they're fucking, they're, they're here to entertain us, man. And they know like, that's what they're doing. Like they, they want to put on a show and I just see it as excitement and, and passion. And I, I love seeing that in, in, in professional wrestlers, like they're willing to, to put it out, out there for you. And I think that's fucking, it's one of the beautiful things about wrestling. Now, um, is that your number one? It's tough, man. It's tough. We, we can share number ones if you need to. I'm okay with that. I mean, we make the, I think there. I kind of, as I'm, as I'm looking at it, I think I kind of have to go with it. I wanted to give, a little bit of love to the Jericho Kingston match for opening up the show mm-hmm. and uh, the, 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 the back and forth on, on the chops in the, in the middle of the uh, middle of that match was like such a, such an awesome throwback. And they like, similar to you at the tax. It's, it's like, they went for it, man. I, and I knew those two, those two professionals were going to fucking, they were going to go, they were going to yeah. throw. And they, that's why they opened up the show. They knew exactly what they were doing and they, they set the tone. So I wanted to give it to him, but more I think about it, I got to go MJF Punk. That that was, whole match, the storytelling, the Wardlow thing. I mean, we all knew that was coming at some point. Oh yeah, they've just, been setting that up. They've been setting that up for months now. Yeah, but that simple pad of, I think yeah. I lost the ring. Yeah, and then and then Punk and him lock eyes, and you're waiting to see, and he's like, I got it right here. I mean, that was great. Yeah, that was. I love Wardlow. I, I was happy to see him uh, getting getting a spot. I think he's I think he's going to be uh, really really great on his own too. Um, and it was a good moment. Um, I think for me, 
punk bleeding like that, like just a just a pig out there was just fucking awesome to see. Um, I I loved what they were doing with the with the dog collar match. There was a few things that they were doing that I hadn't seen. I don't know if maybe they're more common uh, to you, but a couple of the things are he's wrapping it. Uh, punk wraps the chain around his knee, goes I, for it. I hadn't seen, seen that. that one before. Um, the hand wrapping around the hand and breaking MJF's hand with it. They did some cool stuff, which is what I was hoping for. I was like, don't go out there and do a dog collar match with all the same fucking moves I've seen from a dog collar match. Do some different shit. And although there was a couple of them that they went for that eh, could have been a little tighter, I'll be honest. There, could, there was a couple of moves in there that I was like, but you got to give them slack. They're wrestling with a fucking dog collar on, you know? So, but, you know, it was, I think the match was great. Uh, to your point, the storytelling, um, we talked on the phone just leading up to this match two weeks ago on Dynamite, the MJF promo oh. leading into this, where he actually shed tears. I was like, dude, that is... I, I, I don't know. You correct me if I'm wrong. I, I, I don't see that very often. I know that all these guys are phenomenal um, professional wrestlers. And let's be honest, when you're cutting a promo, you're you're acting. You're an actor. They're, 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 you're a thespian and a, and a professional wrestler. I don't see a, a lot of them who can shed a tear, you know, and he, he was able to. It was a very touchy subject for them to, to, just to, to, say- to go into. On that same phone call, you and I both were like, if this turns out to be a, a swerve and, oh, my God, the backlash he could get and he was above it. Like there was no back. I was I was so happy. I was so like, happy that that's the way it went. So yes. it's like, yeah, I don't know the, the way 2020 and 2022, wherever the fuck year we are in. And they're like the Internet and the buzz and everybody, everyone's got a voice and you just don't know how people are going to react to that. Cause obviously you knew it was kind of a, I'm sure there was some parts of it that were true, but you know, it was obviously an angle and uh, it was, it was a tough angle. It's a, that's a, that's a fine line to walk these days. And uh, I'm so happy. They not only am I happy it worked out the way it did. I'm more happy that MJF and Ev, and whoever was involved in that angle and, and uh, the company for having the fucking balls to go for it. Cause I, I feel like that's a little bit of what it has been missing in wrestling to me. There's not a lot of push in the envelope in the last while. Like there's no one, you know, the attitude era, the WCW era, we talked about uh, close to the beginning of this show. They were pushing envelopes, man. They were seeing what they could get away with on TV. And so much of that has been lost. I understand why the business side of it, you know, you have, you have sponsors, you have kids, you have shareholders that you have to answer to. I totally understand that aspect of it and respect the reasons why wrestling has gone that way. And I think for some reasons, it's very good that they did that. But me as a fan watching and wanting to see what I want to see selfishly, I want to see them push that fucking envelope and do some shit that makes you go, oh, fuck, did they really just go there? I, and that's, that's what I miss. I want to see some more of that shit. doesn't need to be everything. It's a buffet. Wrestling needs to still be a buffet. You got to have everything out there. But like, man, I want them to push the fucking envelope sometimes. MJF's the guy to do it. And uh, that that promo, if we would have done this podcast a week early, that would have been both of our number ones. That promo right there. I mean, yeah. 
And by the way, guys, I, we have a Twitter handle, so go follow it. It's the underscore three underscore pod. If you know of a dog collar match that uh, we might have missed that you think we should watch, tweet us the link. Well, I'll make sure Johnny gets it and we'll watch it. And maybe we'll even review it. Who knows? Yeah. It, we got it, a Twitter. Yeah, just that though. I haven't done anything else, honestly. There's all no right, email, man. There's no Instagram yet. Nah, we don't need all that shit. Just no, Twitter. Just Twitter. Twitter. Just just a fightful, man. Fightful. That's where we're at, right? Yeah. Listen, DMs are open. Shoot us a DM. Throw us a link. Follow us. Tell your friends about the podcast. Listen, this this has been a fun first episode. We've uh, stumbled our way through it. I don't think it was horrible. I mean, no, it wasn't horrible. I mean, I think you could have done better, Dennis. I but think so. I think, I think, I think you're right. Yeah, I mean, ne- next time, maybe up your background a little bit, put on a collar or something, you know, clean yourself up a little bit. I'm going, I'm going to shave. I will wear a suit and tie next show. And I promise I will bring my A game. All right, man. You better because I, I, I'm tired of carrying you. Like, this is how it's going to be. Well, I mean. <laughs> well, I love it. All right. Listen, where can people find you? Your 19 podcasts, your band, uh, your your everything. Oh, uh, man. Uh, pretty easy to find. Just. Type it into the into the computer machine, I guess, and say fucking Johnny Christ. Eventually no old. Yeah. <laughs> Drinks with Johnny everywhere. Drinks with Johnny is really easy to find everywhere. Eventually unfolds really easy to easy to find everywhere. I only have one personal social media, and that's Johnny Christ official on Instagram. I don't even know what I'm doing with it anymore. I don't know what social media is anymore. I like Twitter, but the other stuff I'm I'm kind of getting over. I don't know. So I'm, I'm the same way. Twitter just seems easier to engage and disengage engage and disengage and you don't really have to worry about anything well i don't i don't have to put up a bunch of pictures too you know that's that, that's the i like the pictures on instagram especially of the ladies i get it but you know, you know it's, it's, i just don't like about me but if you're already following us on instagram i love you so much thank you so much i'm gonna make sure <laughs> post so much more for you there <laughs> well played hey that was a very good recovery by the way uh <laughs> You can find me. At my undis- first time. You can find me at Undisputed DPF on Twitter. Uh, that's really all I really do. Wrestling perspective. Once again, I'm gonna take a page out of Johnny's promo book and be like, just type it in the computer. You'll find it if you want to. It's everywhere. Yeah, it's everywhere. So, so it's the three fightful three. The episode's over. Go home now. We're going to end it, and uh, we'll see you next week. Hopefully, if if Johnny doesn't back out yet. Which uh, might. Uh, that, that might have been the only episode we do. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you, and we'll see you next week.